Welcome back to Wide World of Sports. It's been a while since we've had this man on the show. And when it's all said and done, when you look back at Todd Goldstein's career, he has quietly put together one of the great modern-day careers, particularly for a ruckman. He's on 295 games. We know he won the Sid Barker medal in 2015, the same year he was All-Australian. He holds the AFL-VFL record for the most amount of hitouts, and for such a long period of his career was the premium ruckman in the competition, and also one of the most consistent. By my maths, which albeit isn't necessarily always strong, since 2010 has only missed 12 games of football. That's 12 games in 13 seasons. And he joins me ahead of uh, another huge year for the North Melbourne Football Club. Todd, welcome to Wide Water Sports. No, thanks for having me on, Sam. It's great to have you. Um, and, you know, you've, you've sort of been through the highs and lows of footy, haven't you? From consistent and, and back-to-back prelims to, you know, now, of course, being uh, at the other end of, of the ladder. What, what's, what's the feeling going into 2023 with, with a new coach and a, a new sense of belief? Yeah, I think that's the, the great way to put it. I think it is just there's a real sense of optimism around the footy club. I don't think there's been this sort of groundswell of, of support and, and, and confidence for a, for a long, long time. Maybe maybe when Brad Scott first came in in 2010, we might have yep. felt like we were building towards something. Um, and I think with Clarko coming in with the, the calibre of coaches that he's brought with him, uh, and just the way he, he carries himself around the footy club and the way he really tries to make it a one-club feel. Uh, it's, yeah, it's as good as the places the club's felt, despite having a few down years. Uh, there's definitely optimism that things are, are on the change. So what can you be specific, Todd? Like, I think we're all fascinated by this, and by my reckoning, this is your seventh coach, so you've sort of been used to having new coaches coming in. But, but before they're able to actually coach a game, what are the kind of things that someone like a Clarko is able to do to, to get people on board? Well, I mean, I think the the most obvious thing is is as soon as he walks in the door and in, in the room, there is that little bit of an aura about him because yeah. he's been there and he's done that. He's got the four premierships. It is very hard to question. I'm <laughs> just done in itself. But I think you know the way he interacts with players, staff, family, and makes everyone feel like they're part of this journey and they're playing a significant role in that journey. Um, you know, even simple as. Yeah, I think it's been well reported. He came in, he got got some of the walls that the footy club knocked down that have just been built um, and really opened the place up. And you know, a lot of our meetings happen just out in front of all the staff that anyone can stop by and, and listen in and, and find out what's going on and, and be part of it. So just little small things like that, which really create that one club feel and a confidence comes from that. And obviously there's the other side of the on-field stuff in terms of his game plan and instilling that and, and teaching that to the players and gives us older guys something really that we can drive and, and we can try and teach these young kids and feel like we're making a difference as well. So it's just those little things that slowly build confidence um, that we that we haven't had. Is that exciting for you? That, that Like, that's nothing against any of your predecessors. The, every different coach comes with their own way, right? But as you mentioned before, like the aura around Clarko, does that sort of reinvigorate a, a 34-year-old? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you're really excited to come to work and, and to learn from him because you know he's got so much to teach. And you know, it, it is eerily similar to when, to when Brad Scott did come to the club. The only difference between the two, I, I see at this point, is that Clarko's been there and done that. Brad was only a 33-year-old. I was talking to him last night about it. Yeah. He was only a 33-year-old coach coming through. He's younger than I am now coming in to coach a, a, an AFL footy club. So that was probably the only difference. He didn't quite have that aura just yet because of he's only new to the cable, whereas Clarko has done it all before.
Brad had a, a, a really good way of getting the best out of his players, didn't he? I mean, you know, when you guys made those consecutive prelims, and I think even halfway through the second quarter of that one against West Coast, you know, you were, you were the dominant team in the game. There, there were so many players on North's list playing above themselves, and it feels like that is potentially something Clarko can do with this group as well. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily playing above themselves, but it is just getting the most out of themselves. And that's, yep. you know, that's what I think the, the great coaches do. They they allow and give you opportunity to play your absolute best football. They give you a structure and a system to help allow you to do that. But they also give you the keys to say, this is your career, this is your moment. Mm. You show us what you can do. And I think that's what a lot of the great coaches do. What um what's it been he been like for you personally? Like I can't imagine the role of a two hundred centimeter player that holds the record for hitouts changing you know drastically. But what's what's he been like for you? I uh, know he's, he's been good. You know I think the the conversations we've had have always been productive, and you know I, I think he probably he doesn't man manage as much. He's not probably talking to me as much about my rut craft as maybe Damien Monkhurst now is. Yep. Um. So he does he does allow his line coaches and his positional coaches to do their job. Uh, he obviously has certain ways he wants the ruck position to be played and, and that gets communicated either through him or through Monkey. But, you know, it's more about just, I think he just tries to make everyone feel comfortable and that's probably the, the biggest thing he's done with me is just, you know, you feel comfortable to approach him and, and chat to him about anything and, and that's definitely um, a nice feeling. Who are the ones that have excited you in, in, in pre-season, Todd, that you're tapping down to at training and at practice matches and thinking, okay, you know, this is these are the type of players that are going to take this footy club forward? Oh, I think just the, the level that someone like a, a Paul Curtis has, has taken and just how physically strong he's looking now. Okay. Uh, you know, Tom Powell, I think he had a, a decent game last week against the Bulldogs in what wasn't a great performance by the footy club. He really stood out. And even you know, young Harry Sheasel, I think the, the stuff he's done in, in his first three or four months at the footy club has been quite incredible. And you can just see the, the growth in him and, and the excitement he brings to, to the midfield and to our forward group. So 22 games in 21. In fact, you've played... All 22 games, Todd, in every season since 2018, apart from 2020. I can't remember what the injury was that you had. Um, I think that was a shortened season. That was the shortened season. Of course it was. So my maths was actually wrong. You haven't actually missed a game since 2017. Would that make sense? Yeah. Yep. So, and, and you don't look like you're slowing down. Like, what, what's, what does the next few years look like for you, do you reckon? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. I don't know what the next few years look like because when you are 34... Um, you know, that, and in a group that's coming, a young group coming through, you don't know exactly where, where that lands you. But look, I, I feel really good. I'm, I'm yep. moving really well. My all my my work in the preseason, the off season hasn't hasn't dropped off, off at all. I'm almost even more motivated now to, to work hard in the off season. So look, I, I'm pretty keen to to continue playing footy for as long as I can um, until like, the mind's feeling fresh and, and the body's feeling fairly good for for a 34 year old ruckman. That's for sure. Um, and, you know, you've got your hands filled at home as well with, with young kids. And did I read that you've just completed a law degree? Are you studying? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually halfway through it. Okay. I've, I've just picked off my 12th subject. Uh, How's that going? Uh, yeah, look, it's it's challenging. It's a, it's, a, it's something that I, I really enjoy doing. I started at the start of 2020, and it's sort yep. of something away away from footy that allows me to, to take my mind off off footy and get away from things and feels like I'm really achieving something. So it's, it's a lot of hard work with the, the very limited time between 
you know, the, the five kids and, and full-time footy, but um, it is something I'm doing for myself and hopefully you know, we'll, we'll benefit myself and my family when, when my footy career is over. Well, it's a good thing you've got such a good record as a footballer and handling the footy, Todd. Five kids, that's, uh, that's enough for anyone to deal with. <laughs> it's, it's definitely is, but I think for me, it's, it's, always, it's always been it's always been something that it, when I, I was young, when I had my first, and I think when you have kids, it gives you a purpose outside yourself. Yeah, and I think that probably helped me mature as, as a as a young player, and you know, I, I think it's. Um, something that's made a huge difference in my footy career. So I think that has been helpful to the footy as well. I was just about to ask you, you know, it's the final weekend without footy. So I was thinking maybe, you know, you might be able to wander down to a winery or you might take it easy and have an infrared sauna and maybe some spa time. But something tells me uh, you're going to be as busy as ever. Yeah, no, I'll be I'll be looking around for all the different parks that have ducks in them, I think. And um, we'll be taking... Um, footies, basketballs, everything we can down to, to the park and, and try not to terrorise too many ducks, I think, is the, the plan for the weekend by the sounds of it. Um, but it's, it's nice just relax and you know, the kids sort of lose their dad for the next five months after this weekend. Yeah. So um, it is nice to be able to just relax and, and spend some time with the family and the, the last opportunity we have. What's the difference in age between the youngest and the eldest? Uh, yeah, so Charlie's my youngest. He's uh, 20 months and wow. my eldest is... Um, he's 12. She just started high school. Okay, yeah. You, you've got... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're such a good footballer, Todd. It makes complete sense now <laughs> you're dealing with this. And you're about to be a, uh, a dominator in the media as well. I hear you joining us for round one on 3W Football. Yeah, looking, really looking forward to that. It's um, Yeah, it's another, another aspect of, of footy that I really enjoy. And yep. you know, I think to be able to come and, and chat footy and, and chat sports is something I, I love doing. I, I watch a lot of sports, so... Um, look, any, any chance I get to do that is, is a pleasure for me. Todd, great to have you on. Looking forward to hearing from you round one and looking forward to seeing you dominate again uh, in the ruck across 2023. Good luck for the year. Thanks a lot, Sam. Appreciate it. Todd Goldstein joining me and barring any unforeseen circumstances, we'll play his 300th game early in the season.